1: back <laughs> you know so so the Warriors lost 125 119 to the Native Pacers tonight we can talk about the game um I actually thought it was a spirited effort at the end I could see some positives see a bunch of stuff but but let's be real there's only one thing anyone cares about first and that's what's up with Steph Curry um so we're recording this Wednesday evening, 8:05 p.m. Pacific time. So who knows when you're listening to it? Maybe there's maybe there's a little more diagnosis, but we had to bring on friend of the show, uh, and light years insider, <laughs> Dr. Narav. Um so so let's talk about this. So, so Steph Curry hurts his shoulder, and he's obviously getting an MRI tomorrow. Uh by the everyone listening to this has probably replayed the, uh, the video of it and tried to make their own diagnosis a hundred times. Tell me, just tell me like what you see as, as, as doctor right now.
2: All right. So, you know, I think the first thing just to calm everyone down, very rarely do shoulder injuries lead to the end of the season. Like, you know, so I think we're, we're, if anything at all, worst case scenario, we're talking maybe a chunk of the season, but nothing like Curry's out, you will know, see you in 2023. So that's number one, you know, the three things that popped to mind, the most obvious thing, obviously you worry about is whenever your arms extended out, someone runs into it. Did your shoulder pop out or did it partially pop out and that's kind of the number one thing you worry about number two you worry about a stinger but it seems like they ruled that out and then three did he just strain a rotator cuff muscle you know just things just hurt um so you know obviously rotator cuff kind of just a general muscle strain would be number one maybe a little shoulder subluxation the shoulder didn't seem to pop out all the way you would probably see you know something like that there'd be video of that so um my gut feeling is they get this mri um, things, you know, maybe shows a little bit of subluxation, a little bit of muscle stuff, a couple weeks out and he'd be back. But um, obviously we'll, we'll wait to see what the MRI shows.
3: So no, no dislocation. That's what I heard. Um, that's what I care <laughs> about. Uh, I, I was t- I was, my, my little brother's a, he's a football player and he was like, well, just pop that shit back in and get back out on the field. You know, you'll be fine. Your, your
1: brother is like the quintessential football player. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I told him not, maybe not the case, maybe not the case. So, so I, I saw you tweet out the timeline for, I, I'm not even trying to say the word, um, was no. three and a half weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, for a su- I mean, yeah subluxation.
2: Yeah. yeah. When it like kind of partially comes out and pops back in. Um, very common. NBA players very rarely need surgery for that. So yeah, three, four weeks uh, for something like that. Even a full dislocation, even if it, that happened, you're still looking seven to eight weeks. Very rarely first Ooh. time it pops out, do you need, do you need surgery?
3: That might not be the season, but that's probably the season. If it is seven to eight weeks, how come? How about this? Let's let's walk it backwards. How it didn't look like a play that mattered. Like it didn't. It, it he kind of reached in and like honestly, he does that fifty times a game. So like, why does that happen? Is it is it overworked? Like is he overworked? Is it just just it was a fluky thing? Like how does that happen generally in your experience?
2: Yeah. So I think it was more that the arm was more completely extended out. Um, and then you kind of got the impact right at the arm. I think if your arm is a little bit bent, um, or someone kind of runs in more in the elbow, but I think it's just, there's so much kind of force on that, that shoulder when it gets hit the arm. Um, so that's the reason why it happened. And I also think part of it just bad luck. You know, it's like when he hits the other player in the you know arms in a certain position, but I think it's a full extension and the full force of it, um, that makes it a little bit more likely.
1: Uh, look explain to me how to say it again. Sub, sub, subluxation, subluxation. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for educating us, doctor. (laughs) Um, and and like in layman's terms, it's a, it's a variation of a strain to the, to the shoulder region, right?
2: Sort of. Yeah. So what, what essentially has happened is like the shoulder starts to pop out, but doesn't. Okay. Okay. Um, and the reason why that can, you can get a little bit quicker back with that is that the cartilage and the muscles don't take as big of a hit. So it like starts to go all the way to the dislocation, but then pops back in itself versus dislocation where it like pops out, all the cartilage gets torn, muscles get torn and comes back in. So that's why it's a little bit quicker return. Best case scenario would be nothing popped out. And then when that player impacted him, his muscles just fired really hard. And then the muscles got a little bit strained.
1: Got it. Okay. Good. Cause I asked because like we're obviously used to athletes, particularly basketball players with like strains to lower body ligaments. Cause that's the most common range of it and so i'm trying to translate what that would mean if it was like a you know a knee strain or a hamstring strain or something like that
2: yeah so i think the kind of the equivalent let's say if it was like a muscle strain it would be like a hamstring you know a couple weeks kind of you know thing um subluxation would be like an mcl you know let's think uh think uh, debo samuel throwing some 49er stuff in there and then dislocation would be the you know 8 to 12 week you know long broken trey lance time you know kind of severity in terms of you know what you kind of relate it to hey
3: well how come i thought trey well it was weird that they were saying trey might be uh since, since we got here it's yeah. weird that they were saying he might be able to
2: they didn't say he would come back but yeah. it was
3: i thought that was interesting
2: yeah you know timeline wise talking about trey for a second like he it totally makes sense possibility wise january february from a medical Christ. standpoint for someone who has an injury to come back but when you rule them out it's not worth to take that risk so no. Feels like just a guy playing, you know, rec basketball, yeah, he could come back four to five weeks, you know, five four to five months after the injury, but playing an NFL game, running around, he, he, you know, potentially he'd more time to rehab. Brock's yeah.
3: better anyway. So yeah. it'll, it'll, be all, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah.
1: Brock's, Brock's the savior right now. He's, yeah. he's all we got going in the Bay Area you know, stuff's down. We don't know. Um, is there, is there a chance that it's nothing? Like, is there a chance that this is a quote unquote stinger? You know, like we, we've all, we've all got that in, you know, playing sports
2: coming. yeah yeah it's a, a very you know huge possibility i mean if he took contact there was like a fall on the ground like his shoulder may just have like he played he felt something weird you know he's like oh i've felt something like this before you know he's obviously very common with ankle injuries and they're just getting the mri because it's curry and it's going to show like look everything's fine they might say diagnosis is a strain he'll be day-to-day you know that would be the best case scenario you no
3: know? that does sound like a good scenario all right, um, day, to, day to day, yeah. It, it feels like that would be shocking at this point. He, he's in a lot of pain. I mean, I guess sometimes, but it's also, I think, one of those things where it feels like it sounds like it's it could be fluky, like his foot injury last season where yeah, my I think as Warriors fans, you think this type of injury, you think to yourself, is it because he's playing
2: in a back-to-back?
3: Is it because yeah. he's playing? So no, you're shaking your head. So that, that's out of the Yeah, head, of the yeah.
2: so like all the data, like except for like pitchers, you know, like throwing athletes, like sure. – overuse upper extremity wise no no lower extremity different story but i think this is just fluke yeah no 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 blame to the coach so this is this
1: is not a this is not a consequence of steph throwing um weird like bowling shots with the ball and (laughs) pregame no no No,
2: not not at all he can continue to do that yes okay
1: all right okay all right doc three weeks so we appreciate
2: uh, well first off
1: hopefully we just find out it's um it's a stinger yeah, it's right. nothing tomorrow yeah, but like yeah. at the yeah. end of the day we're not gonna know for what when would you expect okay so they get an mri tomorrow just studying an mri when when can they actually make some sort of like conclusive judgment on what they're seeing do they need to wait uh, for it the swelling to go down longer or is it something they can look at at like i don't know 10 a.m tomorrow and and have like yeah, some i think
2: I think they'll know pretty quickly. So as soon as he gets the MRI, they'll know, know pretty definitively. I think if there's a delay, then you get worried about is there something in there that they have to like you know, so run by his aging multiple opinion. different doctors? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, if it's just something straightforward, as soon as he gets the MRI, and that may be complicated a little bit by the travel, you know, where are they gonna okay. get it because they're on the road? Um, but as soon as they get it, we should know pretty quickly. Yeah. All
1: right. Cool. Got it? Okay. So if we don't have an answer by 10 a.m., he has to get an amputation. I
0: got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Doc.
2: <laughs> doc, I hey, appreciate time, you coming on.
3: By the by the way, by the way, short story about uh about Dr. Narov. My my best friend's a doctor, he's moving back to the city. Dr. Narav, man of many connections, by the way. Got my buddy a uh, uh a chat with uh with, with, with his sources. So Dr. Narov, good man, man of many talents. A man of many talents indeed.
1: So I feel like look he didn't seem particularly worried. And obviously we're, we're all going off of just game film. Um, But the issue with the Warriors is a three week injury is nothing in the scheme of things, a three week injury for this 14 and 15 team who Uh. can't do anything without Steph Curry might be a death sentence. And, And that's, what's annoying. And so I don't really want to relive this game. I know the voicemails we're gonna get to later are gonna make us relive parts of it, whether we want to or not. So yeah, we can uh, riff I, off
3: of those. Yeah.
1: I feel I feel like that's a bigger thing. I think there's two things I want to talk with you about before we get to voicemails. Um, let's start with Jordan Poole. Okay, I, you want me you I, want me to make oh. so, yeah, I was I was I saw, I'm I'm just gonna frame this. I gave him a lot of space in the early part of the season. We're entering game 30, and I'm officially frustrated. Like it's yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: you know maybe maybe steve was right for not playing him for as long as he did uh because i thought Poole looked amazing last year and was so decisive and i felt like he should be starting over clay for large portions of it and the regression dude like indecisive dribbling terrible shots pulling when he has no reason to taking an extra dribble when he should shoot it like just no feel for the game. I, I don't know what to do with him, it, man. It, and it was it wasn't any better
3: with no clay tonight, and it wasn't any better when Steph went down either. He has. I'm operating under the assumption that Steph's going to be out for a couple weeks. He has a couple weeks to remove all that bad taste in everyone's mouths, and I'm sure his own because he's obviously not happy with the way he's playing. Um So I think quick redemption is is on the docket here for Jordan Poole. I agree with you. I echo all those sentiments. Um, All the bad stuff about Jordan Poole has been true thus far. We've seen him play so, so much better. Even in the postseason, on the highest stage, we saw him play better. So on one hand, I am frustrated. And to me, it feels like he didn't get better at anything in the offseason. On the other hand, it does feel like he is young. I think teams... They have the scouting report on him. They are guarding him in the way like, hey, we know everything you want to do. There's nothing you're going to do right now that's going to surprise us. And you don't have guys around you that are good enough to bail you out like they did last season. Even a Damian Lee and a Bielitza right now around Jordan Poole would help him so much. And the Warriors don't have that. And so I think that's part of it. But, but they need him to stay alive or else they go 0-8 without Steph in the next two weeks, right? So... I look, take away the con the contract is the contract. I you uh, and I sit here away. and <laughs> Yeah, Joe Lake was like, take it away. I would love to not pay the contract. Um, he was always gonna get paid something. So what what like were you not supposed to pay him that that maybe you don't pay him that much, maybe you pay him four million less. But Draymond knocked him out, so you had to pay a little bit extra to keep him. So my thing is it is 30 games, it is frustrating, but where he can make so much of that back is. Dude, Steph is out. You are going to have to do what you did at the end of last season. And maybe that's where he finds his rhythm. Maybe. But you're right. Nothing he has shown across 29 games this season says he will. But last season does. And he's in the starting lineup. He isn't playing next to Anthony Lamb and Jermichael Green anymore, right? He is playing next to Clay and Draymond. And hopefully Wiggins is back here uh, soon. So uh, what's your – I have one thought.
1: um, But I want to ask you first. What's your – diagnosis for fixing him like what do you what's a one thing you'd you'd tell him you'd want him to do you know coach lou get your hat on um oh boy, oh boy. but like but like you know what i'm saying like what is the
3: one thing you think can get him back on track stop over basketball it's not <laughs> you you just you just said it though the indecisiveness to either shoot or not shoot or get someone involved I think that actually has snowballed from the beginning of the season to now where he had multiple possessions today where it's just, dude, just shoot the ball or take a dribble and pass the ball and get it back. Klay Thompson has the same issue. The good thing about Klay Thompson is he doesn't dribble the ball as much as Jordan Poole because he's a shooting guard, so they don't let him dribble the ball as much. But Jordan Poole has no choice but to dribble. He is the point guard. So he's made it very complicated for himself because he's had to play with guys that aren't good and off the bench to start the season. And he's now doing, <laughs> and he's now had to do this and he struggled doing this. So that to me, that's it, man. He, he, he's good. He's played well in his basketball career. Yeah, you, don't, you don't play as well yet. as
1: if you're not talented. Yeah, That, that he, goes without saying good
3: enough to succeed. It's just, <laughs> that's a funny one.
1: By the way, Andy, Andy's laughing. So if you don't join us, you should join us for the live show on YouTube um, from iBasketball TV, Jordan Poole's legacies on the line without Steph kind of lighten the mood a little bit (laughs) just a little bit um there's only one other thing i want to talk about before we get to the voicemails yep and that's moses moody moses moody who has i feel like it's weird he's been out of the rotation the entire like it's the only thing i feel like you and i are criticizing steve kerr for in this early part of the season in general i don't really have complaints about the way steve's handled most things uh but it's I don't agree with Moses not playing the whole way. And another game today where he looks, let's just put it this way. This team has no depth and he looks better than guys who play. It's that simple, right? Like it, it, I, I don't need to overcomplicate this. You have like seven players and he's one of them. So why is he not on the floor? Um, shooting the ball well. It's its like i the tie Jerome over Moses. That's the type of, the overcomplication. Like, I get it. Ty Jerome's more pass first, but like, yes,
3: yes put yes. your best players on the floor, man. It's fucking so. How, how many, by the way, how many times have we done this with Steve? How many times have we done this? It's Jordan Poole, it's Jonathan Kaminga, and now it's Moses Moody. We three times, bro. bro we can go-, go,
1: you know, Chioza last year, but we can go back so Brent many. Wanamaker. I mean, there's Wanamaker. You can go back to Quinn Cook. You can go, like, I mean, we can go deeper in it in like 15, 16 was less of an issue because it was like Sean Livingston. That was actually the right decision. But like, it's just, you know, back then it was the big man. It was just like, do we really need to see Anderson Verge on the floor? You know,
3: Jordan bell, let's get him some minutes, you know, and and, and, you know, Steve was right. Well, Steve was right. Jordan bell, not making it in the NBA. He he won, he won that battle. Yeah, right. Patrick <laughs> McCall. And like, but but Steve would play James Michael McAdoo. So it's like, well, he's terrible. And then he would play Andrew Verja, which like you said, he's fucking terrible. In this case, though, in this case, Jordan Poole, good. Good. And Nico Mannion and Brad Wanamaker would play over him. Then Jonathan then Jonathan Kaminga, right? And we would see guys like Anthony Lamb, Jermichael Green, James Wiseman would play over him. Now it's like now it's like you had a tweet today. Jonathan Kaminga might be closing playoff games if the Warriors make it. Right, And so he's now the guy that's going to play yeah, 25 yeah, minutes. I, I should have prefaced that <laughs> if, if they make it. And then the third guy on the list, and again, all these guys are lotto picks. I mean, f- except for Poole, but he's got the money now. So he's basically a, a starter, a star player. And then you've got Mos Moody, who's the third guy on the list. He should be playing. and And like you just said, I get it. Ty Jerome, I get it. He passes first. He can handle the ball. They don't really turn it over. Don't <laughs> really Wanna, turn it over. By the I'm way, Wanaburger's Wanaburger is a pretty solid, <laughs> solid nickname for Wanamaker. Ty Jerome is Wanaburger 2.0 from Phil Am Dubs fan. I uh, almost, I almost said that. You know, Jermichael Green. You know, I think when when Brett Wanamaker when he, when the Warriors signed him, we kind of thought like solid vet, like it could be good. And we said the same thing about Jermichael Green. Hey, but you know, Jermichael Green played well today. He had a couple threes, so maybe he ends up better than Wanamaker. But you know, some some pickups don't work out. I don't get too mad about that stuff. Some sometimes they just don't work out.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's well, oh, we got we got a super chat from the base mugs. More pressure on Lakeup to stop playing 2K GM <laughs> right now. I I will sure. say this there are there's a segment of Warrior fans, um, and ones you and I are friends like who think like this is like his like the master plan to tank and get like more lottery picks. I don't agree with that. I know how much money they make when they're in the playoffs. I don't think Joe Lincoln wants to turn down playoff revenue. So um, I'm not buying that. I think they, I think they think they can do both things at once and they don't want to have to make a decision to go one way or the other until they have to. And they might have to make that and decision. To, and they yeah. they you know what I'm saying. But there, it's like, I yeah. mean, how many startups you worked at over the years? <laughs> you know, you know the vibe. You know like what I'm talking much, about. Honestly, you know, you know much. what I'm talking about. Where it's like, why can't we change the world? Why can't we be? Why can't not- we be? Why can't we be the new way people process their office? supply orders you know like, like <laughs>
3: there's only one sales force in the world you know what I mean Most, more often than not you're just going to get acquired by a company and you're going to go to shit but
1: you're going to find a niche someone's going to acquire you everyone's going to be happy yeah,
3: yeah you know. um, but but anyway
1: the, the long and the short of it is you know they're, they're going to have to make decisions sooner than later
2: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Should
1: we get to the voicemails? I can't wait.
3: I cannot wait. To the
1: goons!
4: Yes, I'm and Andy. Love. yo, Steph, man, he's the king, King Godington of the Brodies. Hi, Jerome and Anthony Lamb, man, good in October, not good in December. But I doubt they make a trade. Warriors back to being a meme team. Sorry, guys, last year seems like it might have been an anomaly. And yet, wouldn't pick anybody against them in the playoffs. Uh, that being said, Julius Randle having a great week. And, uh, Next, we're thinking about moving quickly. What do you guys think about that for the Warriors?
1: Wow. My friend, I recognize this voice. Uh I don't want to call him a regular because that would mean he calls all the time, but a um a lurking regular. How's that sound? Um, we are not moving to Julius Randall territory on the show. I will pivot this show to draft talk. I'm I'm gonna be sending Andy. Cam Whitmore film, Derek Whitehead, Scouting Reports. We're gonna be talking about if he's quick off his feet before we talk Julius Randle on Look, the Listen,
3: show. listen, dude. Listen. If if Julius Randle is on this team, you know how every podcast duo is breaking. Like, I'm I'm gone. Do the show <laughs> do this fucking show yourself, man. I am I'm done. I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm gonna go. We have talk,
1: we talk, we talk Blake Lively gets off his feet a little quicker than James Wiseman. That's a move. All right, we got we got a super chat here from Solomon. Solomon Tech. Sam still don't think we need a trade. You know what? I, I appreciate this is how I know my takes are are good because fifty percent of fans think I don't want to trade, and fifty percent of fans think I want to trade everyone at all times. <laughs> I never I never get the the benefit of the doubt. I do no. think they need a trade. Anyway, let's let's keep moving. to your
3: fault. Blame Sam. <laughs>
4: I have no idea where (laughs) Jordan Poole. No. He does not play for the Warriors because he can't do anything right. I'm very pissed off at him. But, hey, it down the stretch, the second unit really worked hard. And I can appreciate that with our big guys going out. Have a wonderful. This
3: is Kareem McCollum from New York. Good night. I can uh, I can always appreciate Kareem's calls because she brings positivity. I uh, did you like? Uh, I, was, the- I, was, I was I was gonna I was gonna say
1: I I can tell, I can tell Kareem is mad because <laughs> she always
3: brings positivity and she sounded angry. <laughs> she 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 gave she, she gave us a little at the end with the second unit, but yeah, she is uh, yeah
4: good afternoon guys love the podcast love what you guys do love your presence on twitter just wanted to say hot take with the way that the warriors are presently constructed they will not be a playoff team they will be a playing team or not make the playoffs you guys can see it on the bench you guys can see it in the low iq and let's and james wiseman needs to be traded and i'm also starting to to believe moody needs to be moved too they need iq they need size they need defenders
2: it's that simple.
4: Jordan Poole, the reason why he was so great last year was because he didn't have to shoulder as much as he has to shoulder or he's expected to shoulder this season. It's clear. Look at the
2: indecisiveness. His defense, of course, is trash. We know that. And, yeah. So, I hope I get you guys' opinion on what I just said.
3: He's right. He's right on Poole.
1: The Warriors are two games out of the six seed, um, which would obviously mean they're not in the plan. And
3: yeah, I kind of agree with him. They they feel like they're more of a playing team than they're an actual. playing team. They're playing team right now, even though they're two games out of the sixth seed. And you know when they're you know when we're gonna find out they're a playing team when we find out tomorrow that steps out for two weeks. Like then it's like uh-huh. all right, they're a fucking playing team, you know what I mean? So he's right though, he's right on what they need. They they need IQ players to, and, and what what do IQ players bring? They bring defense, and uh this team. You know, Karima talked about the energy that the that the unit finished with this game. I didn't get a single stop last five minutes of the game. I could have scored out there. It was embarrassing. And I went to Michael Green, Jordan Poole, Dante DiVincenzo was awesome. But Dante can only do so much. Moses Moody was playing his ass off, but he's not a good, great defender right now in his career. Like, it's too early. No, no defense off the bench. No defense unless Draymond's completely locked in. Looney's exhausted. Like, it's just... They need some guys that just know how to play defense. mean right, right? looks like he
1: needs some oxygen. To be honest. Like, he just sits on the bench. I'm waiting for like the fight doctor to come over there and like give him something. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean you're you're right. Like it's way too many kids. That's that's what it comes down to. Way too many kids to win games. Anyway, let's let's keep moving. Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. I just want to say, fuck your Laker, fuck the front
4: office. You have the best player in this fucking league. What the fuck? And also, Jordan's fucking pool, bro. Like, he was doing nothing but fucking fall for no reason. Shit. Again, Jordan Poole fucking sucks. I just wanna say this again. He has been horrible this whole season just garbage. Like, he's bad decisions make bad decisions all game long. Takes horrible shots, doesn't defend, doesn't do anything. But turns the ball over. He don't trust him with the ball ever to do anything. He doesn't do anything. Anymore. It's all the same thing. That's like Fuck this. Stop, bro.
1: Fuck. <laughs> Elite call, chase back call tonight. No,
3: <laughs> I thought that was me talking at first. I just sounded like myself. But geez. by
1: the way, that that reminds me. We. Miss this off the top, Andy Lou. Mm. The chase back player of the game. Sorry, the chase back player of the week, Dante DiVincenzo. Ooh. now I could give it to Steph Curry because I could give it to him every week. And quite frankly, I should probably give it to him at least one of the weeks, <laughs> but it'll have been two weeks. Dante DiVincenzo. I thought Dante was the best warrior against the Milwaukee Bucks, and I thought he played excellent tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Another eight-rebound game, 15 points, three assists. He hit three of six threes. He's coming around. He also had a very spirited quote post-games where he, like, where he said, you know, this is Stephanie the Warriors. The standard's high. Um, I'm all in on Dante. All in. I I hope they can keep him. For more in a couple of years. He fits uh he fits both basketball-wise and like just culture wise, what they want to do. That's my chase back, chase cashback player of the week. You want me to
3: add something on there? No, you good. All right, Sam, because I, I fucking agree. All right, let's <laughs> keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Hey, Sam and Andy, Darren Lau.
1: Man, what a fucking game, huh? <laughs> oh man shoulder injury stuff hope uh hope it isn't anything too crazy but man it's the same old song huh dark days ahead just wanna just wanna send my best wishes and uh, you know wish you guys well <laughs> during the rest of this long season man it will be some dark days so uh <laughs> let's brace ourselves and uh you know yeah have a good one guys
3: holy is it right? my guy is he okay? He uh he sounds like um like a nayroy tweet. Uh, if you if you know, he sounds like he sounds like he's reading off the script lyrics and uh. Jeez, I mean, man. I I need
1: Tim Tim play Marvin's room. Give me the instrumental <laughs> right now. That's what it sounded like to me. That's what that's what I'm hearing. I'm just hearing, I'm just hearing him just you know looking in the mirror, realizing oh, Rose. realizing there's like fifty three more of these. <laughs> Uh, no Steph, very close to, um, you know, them them calling up uh, Jerome Robinson and uh, Dusty Hanna, and, uh, you know, I'm going to start making up names after hey, that. Hey, 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 hey,
3: Biggie Jim, Biggie Jim, oh. 18 points tonight, plus five last I checked, one rebound in 20 minutes. Oh, my guy. Look at him. Look <laughs> at him, Cook. Get him up here.
1: Let him, Cook. <laughs> Let Jim Cook. Um oh, let's get to the
3: next one. Shout out to kariba There's a positive vibes.
1: I know I go
4: OTT with the curl criticism on Twitter, but I think even you guys can agree that Curl hasn't handled uh Kuminga and Moody's development pretty well or well at all in time this season. Like I can't be the only one who thinks that if Modi and Kuminga had played or got the leash that like Anthony Lamb, Ty Jerome, etc. have got throughout the season, our record would not only be better but they would also increase their own trade value so that we could have actually traded them for some pieces. Uh, I know we scur-, scur isn't our biggest issue, but at what point do we start questioning some of his methods? I really do think that he needs to change some of his way. Of course, he's still a championship coach, and I wouldn't want to fire him or anything, but I do really think that we need to ask some questions. Let me know what you think about it.
3: Okay. Um, I... I tweeted about this in the middle of the game. At some point, you just have to let the kids play basketball. If you and the front office and the owner were in lockstep going into the season and saying, these kids have just got to figure it out. Because if they're not going to figure it out, what is the point of having them on the roster? Right? Just trade Moses Moody. Give him up for a bag of chips. Like, just what does it matter what Moses Moody does? or doesn't do if you're going to play guys like Ty Jerome over him. And it's not like Ty Jerome has been terrible all season. Same with Anthony Lamb. Those guys have actually had good minutes and good games. But as far as I'm concerned, isn't the point of this season to say, is Moses Moody going to be a rotation player in the postseason? And for you to figure that out, you can't figure that out if you can't get off the bench in a mid-December game against the freaking Pacers on a back-to-back, right? Just, what is the point with no Wiggins or Clay?
1: That's the part you're not even mentioning. <laughs> like <it's> literally, <laughs> literally, the two starting wings are out. Um, honestly, like, I, I was going to be more bombastic than you. Trade the kids or fire Steve Kerr. Because I'm just tired. It Like, this whole, like, we're going to give Steve kids, and then he's going to play a two-way guy over him as some sort of, like, tough love lesson like it's tiresome man it, it one it's one or the other you know um it, it, it doesn't feel like it's lock sync, and uh, i don't know there, there's not much you're, else to say. You're,
3: Well, you're right because they did it last season and and to me it's like i would take well, steve last season Kerside. they just had
1: better vets so. I,
3: exactly that's why i would take steve side if i were to pick a side i would be like I would do what Steve Kerr wants. Trade the kids and get some vets, and then you'll win another championship where at least you'll be at four seed, three seed, two seed right now. But instead, you're trying to do – and it seems like Joe Lacob and Steve Kerr aren't aligned. which is why, by the way, which is why I think – and I know you didn't say this on the last spot, but I think – that's why Bob Myers doesn't have an extension. I think that's why. It's just Bob Myers probably team Steve Kerr, and Bob Myers like, look, like we – it's not like he dislikes the kids, but he's probably more into what Steve wants to do. And Joe's probably not. Or and, or let me, let me take another level.
1: It's his job to make Steve get on the same to get sure. or It's his job to get her on the same page. Sure. And this it's, what is the point of drafting lottery picks? If you're not going to play them, you know, like at its, at its core, I do agree with you, by the way, that is a, that is a great point that we didn't get to. It's just like, yeah like what 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 are you doing here
3: you know like f- figure it out you know so to and, it's, say. and it's not it's not like moody and Kaminga are as bad as what Wiseman was at the beginning of the no, season moody Kaminga can play they can play my whole uh play. do you agree with me
1: on another team moses moody looks like a uh younger desmond bain where he's just hitting like I that might be a little bombastic but like the dude could Shoot, dude. Yeah,
3: he, can he can play play. He can play. But you know, he 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 dribbles into the paint and turns it over two times a game, and that's that's why he doesn't play for two weeks at a time. And that's you know, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Because and we can say it's ridiculous. Only Clay's because, only clay's allowed to do that. Well, honestly, like really truly, like, only clay is allowed to do that because he's clay. <laughs> but but you know how clay got to become clay? Because he was doing dumb shit for years uh before Steve got here for years. And
1: Quite. remember, remember him stepping out of bounds on threes all
3: the time under Mark Jackson, and he would also <laughs> miss a bunch of shots. Right? Wouldn't wouldn't make a bunch of layups. Would make so many mistakes Playoffs. over yeah. and over and over again. And and you know Steve, Steve doesn't like that and and all that stuff. And it's just now you're fourteen and fifteen. And I don't think it's it's not like the Warriors would have won six more games if he had played those guys earlier. So it's not bad, but let's get to super chat here.
1: From William. So when is Jordan Poole going to work on his balance? This is the second straight year he just falls on his face for no reason when he has the ball. Um, I don't even think balance is the issue for him, right? Like it's just it's just flopping for no reason. It's 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 like a, it's I I guess it, it gets back to what you were saying earlier is indecisiveness,
3: like go up hard or commit to it, you know. Yeah, commit, he's like spazzing on the court. I don't know. It's like I, it's like a little kid. Oh, actually, you have a little kid, but I guess not not of age. But it's like those, you know, like those crazy, like five-year-old boys. It's never girls. Girls are usually never as crazy. But I used to work at a at a younger school, and and you get these like five, six, seven-year-old kids that are just crazy and all over the place. They're running so fast and they just fall on their face you know what i mean it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and it's like cute because they're kids and it's funny and they start crying but that's what jordan pool looks like it's like dude why are you just running around and all of a sudden your your leg sideways and you fall on the ball and the ball goes out of bounds and nobody even touched you it's like you know and it happens every game every single game it's like his brain is moving so fast but his body's not caught up to his brain or something i don't know i don't know what's
1: going on <laughs> <laughs> anyway. tim let's get to the next one. <laughs> Hey, it's your man, Big.
4: Long-time listener. Just wanted to ask, uh, now that we're all ready to hit the collective panic button, what's the move? What's the trade? Peace
1: out.
3: What's the move? Samuel?
1: James Wiseman. Jonathan Kuminga. Jordan Poole for LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me ask you this uh
3: do you think they need a major where are you, what do you think they need well one one thing they need is they need they need staff to be healthy obviously <laughs> number 2 is uh they need they need at least one or two vets and at this point it's here's the here's the problem is that I think they're stuck between a a rock and a hard place with the guys that they can get because I think, for example, Kelly Olynyk, we we talk about on pretty much every show, perfect fit for this team. But holy crap, are you going to give away James Wiseman for him? Like that's the question. And and, uh, Pop's not going to do that. Joe's not going to do that for Kelly Olynyk. As much as you <laughs> can tell, <laughs> Kelly Olynyk. You know or, what I mean? He's more poor. more important. Joe's not going to do that. But yes. Kelly O'Linick, he's good. But I mean, you know, you're gonna give up James Wiseman for that. You know what I mean? Even Jakob Pertle, another guy that I know Warriors fans love, even he's you know, he's obviously he's a regular season player. He's he's not gonna be on the floor that much during the postseason. You're gonna give up James Wiseman for that. And I'm saying, like, I would do it most likely, but with the Warriors, I, I think it's like a 5% chance that they make that trade. So even these, these moves, I think that you and I may do them, but with the Warriors? I don't know, Sam. Like, would they?
1: Feels feels yes. unlikely right now. I don't know. But it felt unlikely that the Giants would throw 350 million at Carlos Correa. You don't know. If I asked you 24 hours ago, because I think it was 23 hours ago that it was announced. Mm-hmm. So
3: 24 hours ago, if I asked you, I know where your head was at. <laughs> the uh let me tell you this though man the giants were under an absurd amount of pressure and i don't think the warriors are under the same amount of pressure the giants true they were threatening to be like uh they were threatening they're not going to be there there years
1: there's years there's years of pent-upness whereas with this it's you know it's just it's just sam and andy and, and, and our guy nate mosby you
3: know, <laughs> like Warrior fans will live if the Warriors don't win the championship this season. But if the Giants yeah. had struck out and walked into next season with Mitch Hannaker and Shamanaya as like their two marketing campaigns going into the season, I, you know. But right now, you know what I did today, Samuel? I looked at Giants tickets. I'm going to be at <laughs> Giants opening day next season. I'm, I'm hyped. So, you know, I'm a Brock Purdy, Carlos Correa guy. Warriors are, you know. <laughs> <I'll>, hey. <laughs>
1: Joe, like, if you want Andy to lose money, get Yaka Pirtle. Um and, and, and just make sure your sales reps track that ticket so you can meet him outside. Uh, all right, Tim, let's get to the next one.
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, even though we lost, I still kind of like the way, you know, the young guys play towards the end. Uh, you know, besides the first half, you know, they actually did pretty good, yes. I know we lost, but. They look good, you know? What do you guys think?
3: No. No, they look bad. The Warriors look bad. The Warriors are bad and they look bad. They played bad. It's all
2: bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll put it this way. Pacers got young players too. The bar the bar is um not looking better than Ty Jerome. The bar is looking better than Andrew Nemhart. Andrew Nemhart's a rookie.
3: Pretty you damn know? good. He's a pretty damn good rookie.
1: Warriors could draft him. I'm not saying they should have, but my point is that's maybe a – Maybe. I mean, he clearly fits, but I kind of like Patrick Baldwin too. But the, the the broader point is rookie, 30th pick, playing in the NBA. Like, that's who you're comparing him to, not like,
3: oh, this guy looks better than Ty Giroux. Benedict Matherin, Jalen Smith, uh, those guys are young kids that, that are playing good basketball. Good basketball. From Marcos Rodriguez. Warriors gonna be like Warriors. Warriors. I can't. I don't understand this. Warriors are like the Lakers after they won. Let people leave. Sam, you understand this? No, I'm not.
1: I think the point is,
3: um,
1: how the Lakers traded all their good players for, um, for Russell Westbrook. Huh. Mm, I. I. I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's it's like fifty fifty for me. I get I get the thing like the words let go of auto and GP instead of just running it back. Um, it's kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Tim, we got any more? Lakers are funny, funny team.
4: What's up, guys? Uh, Isaac from Fremont on
2: here.
1: Uh, I went to the game on Saturday against Boston, and that the vibes from that entire thing, which is amazing, The shit talk was there. It was a good experience. Um. I hope you guys did talk about this today, um on today's show, but
4: what do you guys think is the biggest problem between the home and away games? Um, it just seems like the vibe is off. Like, Steph had to, Steph was trying so damn hard that he got hurt tonight.
0: Yeah,
4: it was just rough to see. But, yeah, I just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on the difference between those two. That
1: made me really sad. <laughs> Uh, Andy, actually, it's, that is—I'll give you this. That is a great fucking question. They—I sh- can't think of a team who's this like twelve and two at home and two and twelve on the road. I, I know that's a little off, but like, it shouldn't be that extreme. Twelve and two at home and like six and six on the road makes sense to me, right? What do you what 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 do you contribute to? I don't know if
3: it's saw I, I think so it's I think it's a rhythm thing and it's a rhythm thing is based on like they just they they need to get on a roll for these for these kids to keep playing well and even for Jerome and Lamb they need to be on a roll in the game they can't just like it goes back to the lack of vets where you can bring a vet in like Otto Porter and he can stop a run he can do the little things to stop a run. But for these Warriors, you almost need to string together like four plays in a row. And even if right now the Warriors start this game 7-0 and or they go up by 12, look how quickly the Pacers come back when the bench comes in. Because the bench is just going to play the same style and they're just going to lose that lead so quickly because they just don't have any rhythm. And you, that's not going to happen at home because at home is good vibes, right? Especially for all these row guys. so. I don't know. It, I think it just all goes back to the lack of just veteran players that they don't have on the team. All right, McWalter. McWalter. We got? Yo, we got?
1: should we break out the voodoo and lucky charms for Steph or hashtag lost season and suck for Scoot? I'm not a Scoot guy, just to be clear, but I, we're definitely not going down the
3: draft path. <laughs> You're not a Scoot guy. You'll be shocked to learn that. I don't really care for him either, but. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Are you
1: ready to give up on the season and become a draft guy? I'm not. I I don't. I, okay. That, that, I, then you just answered McWalter's question. <laughs> that's, what he's, that's what he's asking. Are we going to no. pray for the recovery of Steph, or are we going to be like, take the season off, bro? No,
3: no, we're no, we're no, getting, no, no, Wemby. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Look, there's a finite amount of time left with these guys. I don't need to say it. We know it. And uh, they took a season off. They took two seasons off already that's why they won the championship last year right it's unless unless you tell me commingo becomes Kawhi, you know if the, if they just let Kamingo play 30 minutes a game every every season and and moes moody becomes like chris middleton and then james wiseman becomes um uh, 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 DeAndre Ayton or something right like you tell me those guys this season it, it, they all all of a sudden they become these great players cuz they got to play all these minutes then yeah sure no, but who, who or who, why, how would we know that? No. Last one, Tim.
4: Danny, Andy, how are you, boys? Finally figured this fucking thing out. Boy.
1: Um,
4: I was going to leave it about earlier during the game, but figured fuck it because of what happened with Steph. But, um, yeah, maybe it's time people in the front office and certain media members after Brooke Lopez yesterday hit the fadeaway and goes, I'll start the bus. Maybe there's more than a problem they think there is. So maybe we get off our fucking ass and actually start, you know, asking some questions based off what Seth's injury is going to be. Um, Andy, I know you played basketball with Kurt. Maybe just ask him, hey man, what's the story? Because um, now by my count, Sammy, there's basically what seven dead roster spots now. So maybe if you uh, didn't treat the Pacers game like fucking Game Seven of the NBA Finals, Seth wouldn't be throwing his arm out getting a shoulder hurt. Anyway, that's not here on it here on there. but. Um, yeah, boys what do you guys think i think it's probably time to ask some hard questions because we've got a big enough sample now so get off your fucking ass and start treating this team like it's serious uh yeah cheers boys it's
1: perfect luke you are my spirit animal i agree with you everything comes back to the fact that they need to need to realize number 30 is on the roster <laughs>
3: I uh his call, and then there was a call that said Steph came out and tried so hard that he tore a shoulder. It's it's kind of sad, but it's kind of what happened is Steph knew that with the loss last night that he'd have to come out and play 150% and, and try to get this win for the Warriors. And he had 27 points at halftime and they were down by 20. Dude, he had 50 points earlier this season in Phoenix and they lost by 20. Holy shit. The Warriors need to figure something out. They need to figure something out. And they need to... If he's going to be out for an extended period of time... And honestly, like one week is an extended period of time. The Warriors need to look themselves in the mirror and say... We need to do something. They don't have to make a trade right now. But they need to realize they need to make a decision and say... This guy need. We need to either... We need to pick one. Because if the Warriors end the season with a roster like this, Sam... I mean, are they even gonna be? Anyway, they need to pick something. Let's stop. Let's. For me, I'm gonna pause there. They need to pick a lane. I think time has come.
1: Pick a lane. I agree with you. That's that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna leave it. Appreciate everyone. We'll be back hopefully with positive stuff news.